0: Welcome to another episode of Forged in Gold Podcast. I'm your host Alec Ingold. I'm talking like a Wisconsin guy because I've been in Wisconsin for like a month. That host, that part O, it, it, it's holding out a little bit longer. We're talking wedding, honeymoon, a whole bunch of life recap on, on what's been going on and how to handle a vacation, how to handle taking a break, oscillation. I am terrible at it. I've had a, a couple of talks with a couple of clients recently on mindset coaching. They're also not very good at it. So let's let's talk about how to do that, how to stay present, how to stay where your feet are and make the most out of those breaks so that you can enjoy time with family and enjoy life, man. Let's get into this one. Let's go. Yeah, so I'm I'm a married guy now. Got a, a wedding ring on the finger. Uh, wife, Alexa, family. What a, a magical experience. I think everyone talks about the wedding and when you start getting nervous, and, and if you're going to cry or not when you see her walking down the aisle. And things got really, really real for me when um, we ended up renting an Airbnb on Thursday. So, long weekend, Thursday to Sunday, we're in an Airbnb in Lake Country, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. And it is absolutely beautiful. Perfect Lake House. Alexa found it. I, I cannot take any credit for much that happened in the wedding, but um yeah, she absolutely crushed it. She knocked it out of the park with the Airbnb rental, was able to invite a lot of family members over there on that Thursday, a lot of um groomsmen, bridesmaids, the whole wedding party were there. So everyone talks about a blur for your wedding. Like we we stretched this thing out as far as possible because everyone was traveling to Okonawak to have this wedding up in Wisconsin in Lake country during the summertime at the end of June. And it was the most beautiful weekend. I remember <laughs> making sure I got all my workouts in Monday through Thursday because I was not going to let any anxieties around working out and football and staying in shape and anything interfere with this weekend of a wedding, right? So absolutely sent it Monday through Thursday. Thursday, you finish out that workout, hitting some some gassers, hitting those um, those shuttles, those cut 60s, whatever you want to call them. Um, at the very end, finishing exhausted, you're drained, you're tired. And then it's like, dang, we're really traveling down here and we are going to get married and taking that couple hour trip with Alexa was, was really cool. Hopping in the car and getting ready to like set up this Airbnb before everyone hopped in and and the whole family comes out. So we're packing, we're getting the the drinks going and the, the food and, you know, it's the standard, like. (laughs) <laughs> uh, meat and cheese and beer and seltzers. And you are getting the coolers filled up, the water's going, everyone's ready to go on this lake house. There's a massive yard leading out into a beautiful Lake. It's a quiet Lake, uh, private, not a whole lot of Airbnbs, not a whole lot of rentals. Um, and we're just getting excited to go. We had a wiffle ball set up. We had uh volleyball nets all spread out uh, in the yard. There's a you know big old pontoon boat and there's people on the Lake and everything like that with a little beach area, some, some chairs, a little bonfire pit and everyone starts rolling in that Thursday night. And you're starting that whole celebration of the weekend. And that's, that's really when it got real for me. Um, when you start realizing like people are there to celebrate you, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you don't want to be selfish about it. Like it's your wedding, it's your experience. Hopefully, you know, it's, it's once in a lifetime experience, right? Getting married and having everybody celebrate you. So it's like, okay, to be a little selfish and, um, enjoy that, that time with everybody. And they're there to celebrate you and your love and, and that relationship. Um, that Thursday night kicking everything off was, was really cool. Um, it was really special to get a group of guys there, a group of ladies that, um, were all there to celebrate you and, um, have a good time. And we, we go in, we roll into Friday and I'm a little bit of a golfer, but we had a little scramble. We went to lock LaBelle golf course out in Oconomowoc. And that's where we ended up getting married too. So we kind of spent like the whole weekend in Oconomowoc in Loch Lobel carriage house, this whole operation, we played around a round of golf, um, a little scramble had a few teams and Loch Lobel, man, I don't know if you've ever gotten a chance to play that course, but it feels like you're in a different country. The starter is all dressed up in this hat and he's got this whole outfit on. And it's unbelievable. The greens are like I I don't know how many golfers are listening to this podcast right now, but the greens are like high and low there. There's so much elevation. It feels like you're putting on concrete. Sometimes it'll roll right off the green. if, If you don't have it, there's a lot of fescue and all this like crazy rough, um, that you, you can't really hit out of, um, really challenging course, but really fun. And it was cool to be able to have my groomsmen out there. Some, um, obviously my dad and one of his buddies and, um, my best man getting to play golf with him and, just being able that Friday morning to wake up, roll out of bed, uh, a little groggy and, and get the, get the juices flowing on the golf course and, and be able to play with your guys. I think golf is one of those, those lifelong hobbies where you're able to get out and play. And it's like of all ages. Right. And I remember my dad telling me way back when that uh, it doesn't, he didn't really matter what, what I accomplished in life or whatever. He's like, I just want my golf partner at the end of the day and to be able to have those moments of golfing throughout the wedding and make that prevalent throughout <clears throat> the theme of the wedding was definitely a fun and special moment. Then you get into like this little downtime before you go into this rehearsal dinner and you get this, you get all suited up. Everyone's looking pretty. Everyone's getting dressed up <clears throat> you're about to go to this rehearsal dinner and um, or the, the wedding rehearsal. And that's where, you know, we got married in a Catholic church. Alex and I both grew up Catholic in the same same church, St. Edward and Isidore out in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm still talking like I'm from uh, Wisconsin heavy with those outs. Um, But yeah, it was, it was a great time being able to, my uncle is a a priest and he was able to marry us. And so we're, we're going through that whole operation. You're standing up on the altar and knees are getting a little shaky. You get a little nervous trying to figure out, you know, what what the heck is going on. But um, going through that, that rehearsal, I think it really set the tone for like you're, you're looking at the people that you, you chose to stand up with you. You got guys from high school, college in the league um, from all areas of life, all friendships, all different relationships are so special um, on your side, ready to stand up there with you. Can't wait to have your beautiful bride walk down the aisle and get to shake future father-in-law's hand, um, kind of that passing of the torch, so to speak. And uh, that's that was another one of those real moments where. You're starting to sign the, the the marriage license. You have the people ready to go. You're starting to to practice what what you're really going to go through on that Saturday afternoon. So Friday was a, a fun day. Um, definitely a lot of emotions. But that rehearsal dinner is when we did. We decided to do a lot of the speeches. We we decided to have the dads talk, the moms talk, and um, kind of get there their speeches out in front of family, friends, um, kind of that core group of the wedding party. And it was, it was unbelievable to hear. It's tough to hear your parents open up and, and be so vulnerable and and real and raw. And you see the emotions of the investment that they they put into you when, when they raise you for 26, 27 years, um, 25, 26, 27 years. It's, um, it was a really emotional time. I'm glad we had those speeches in a little bit more intimate setting at the rehearsal dinner, I think it allowed for, um, family to really react to have meaningful conversations, to talk one-on-one a little bit more to the, um, I de- I don't want to say deescalate, but like decompress, like, man, that's what, that's what your dad just said about all your family and friends. And this is what your mom said about, um, these experiences. And you have funny stories that, that you want to bring up. And, um, it it was, uh, I don't know, man, it was, it was cool to be able to have, you know, a lot of times you have those speeches at the wedding and those are great. And that's, that's all that. But for Alexa and I, I think it it was definitely something special to have, um, your parents really open up the the night before the wedding and get that over with so that your parents can enjoy it. Um, and just really have those, those special moments and, and to be able to share that with grandparents and, um, yeah. in that more intimate setting, it, it was cool to see, uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law open up and talk and share their messages of when they remembered the first time we got to, to meet each other, uh, stories of Alexa growing up and, and you know, how they knew that she was going to try and make the world a healthier place now that she's a PA, um, and doing everything she can to work really hard and how proud they are of her, um, got my heart all swelled up and, uh, for my parents to to be able to talk about her as well um, in, in those moments of like when they knew that we were all in and um, that relationship w- was going to go um, all the way to, to talking about all the other people and obviously the stories of growing up together with cousins and family and friends. And um, it, it was just a really cool experience for us. And then you go into the wedding day, uh, <laughs> uh, the wedding day was a blur for sure, but it was magical, man. Late July in Wisconsin, it does not get better than that. It it really doesn't. It's beautiful. The weather's great. Um, People are happy. People are excited. It's, It's like that lake experience. It's that fun experience. Everyone's excited to celebrate you guys. And to be able to do that at the Catholic church just meant so much to be able to go there, get married, be a holy sacrament. Like I didn't really realize how powerful that is you walk in as two separate people and then you walk out in in the lord's eyes in in god's eyes as one unit as one human being like you go through that experience and you walk out a different a different entity than you walked in like that is powerful stuff man that is like that's the holy spirit inside of you and a lot of people say you know oh it, it doesn't feel that different or you don't get that emotional like i i didn't end up crying <laughs> when i saw Alexa, for the first time, um, I did tear up a little bit, but when we walked out of that church, man, the sense of responsibility, the sense of being the head of a household, the the sense of, um, being a provider, the sense of being a husband, like it it hit me hard immediately. Like, I don't know what was inside of me at that moment, but to be up there, knees shaken, your family there, be able to walk your parents down the aisle, with all of your, your groomsmen and the bridesmaids there and to, to shake, um, Bill's hand, my father-in-law and, um, get to marry Alexa, like a lot of responsibility immediately fell on the shoulders. And it was like, it wasn't like stressful. It was like, this is the moment you're a man now. You know what I'm saying? And it was, uh, it was a really cool experience. Um, it, it, I'm glad that we did. it. I'm glad that we got married in the church. I'm glad that we made that work. Uh, um, it was beautiful. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that, that feeling of being a, a sacrament that people are there to witness um, that does not go that, that there's a lot of accountability there. Like that's heavy stuff. That's real stuff. That's real world. That's, you prepare your whole life for that moment and um, to go through that, with all of your loved ones was uh, an experience I definitely wanted to talk about today, and I'm just really glad, really happy that it happened. Um, <laughs> and that's uh, that's really why I haven't been on the on the podcast very much because you just have so much so much life to live. Um, and we started right off the bat with that reception. That wedding reception was crazy. You walk in, and I was the stereotypical husband that had no idea what everything was supposed to look like. I was there uh, very present with um, all the decisions that were made on like the flowers and the vases and the King's tables and where everyone is at, at this carriage house and how it was supposed to look. But like for a guy's brain, like a man brain, like a a dude, like, I feel like we, there's so much of a disconnect on like what it all looks like put together, like the table mats, the placemats, the forks, the knives, the cutlery, um, the different stations that we have all set up. Like, I I don't know. I, (laughs) I knew what was all there, but, when you walk into it and you see it all put together for the first time, how beautiful it was, we got to go in where it was still empty. Nobody else was there. Um, got a little sneak preview of that. It was really cool. Uh, Alexa, great job. I, I, it was, uh, <laughs> I wish I could say I was a little bit more, um, prepared for what we are walking into, but man, it was a really cool experience. Um, DJ was amazing. Everyone was dancing on the dance floor all night long. Um, got our little pups, Oakland and Fielder were out there um, in the middle of the, in the middle of the day, got to take pictures with the dogs. Um, but yeah, man, it was, it was a really cool experience. Glad we were able to do that. And um, yeah, that was, that was life. That's what happened at the end of June. And why I've been a little MIA and just living life, getting married, um, doing all those responsibilities, being a part of a holy sacrament. Uh, and then you go into a honeymoon and that's kind of what at the beginning I talked about oscillation and like taking time off. I am the worst at taking a break. And you think about this is your wedding. This is your wedding and your honeymoon. Like take take the time, take the week, the 10 days whatever it is to like be with your wife and like start your life together. And dude, I can't I can't turn my brain off. Like I am constantly worried about who's working out, what time it is, you know, is it's this 6 weeks or 5 weeks in between OTAs and training camp and you want to show up to training camp as a football player, I'm like putting on my football player hat now. Um, you want to show up in the best shape of your life. I think everybody that's an athlete, a competitor, you get the, that little anxiousness. It's like the first day of school. You want to show up. You'll have a great first impression. You want to make sure that everybody knows you've been working your tail off. So how am I supposed to do that when you're taking a honeymoon out in St. Lucia for a week and it's like towards the end of June, early July? I'm freaking out the entire time, like seeing other people working out, squatting a whole lot, sprinting, running. And I know I've been working out really hard at the beginning to make sure that like you're in good shape before you head on to the wedding and the honeymoon. And I know that I built in myself a a few weeks, a solid three weeks at the end so that you're going to stay in shape. You're going to work hard. You're going to work off the honeymoon, whatever it is so that you're able to continue and you're going to work out with the honeymoon. Cause I, I had to, I had to hit the gym a couple times just to like silence my mind and my brain and, and all those anxieties. But St. Lucia was beautiful. It was awesome. We snorkeled a lot, ate and drank and had a great, great experience over at Jade mountain. Um, got to land out in St. Lucia, take a helicopter transfer. It was like straight out of a movie. It was one of the coolest experiences I've ever had to be able to land after the wedding, after everyone was there, you land in St. Lucia. It's beautiful. It feels like Miami. It's really hot, muggy, a little rainy, whatever it is. And then they give you right onto a helicopter and it's like a five to 10 minute helicopter ride onto a private helipad onto Jade mountain. And then they, they bust you right down to your sanctuary. And our sanctuary is three walls. So one of them is open the entire time we're outside for a week straight. And all you're seeing are the, the, um, the Patones, I think that's what they're called. The the two mountains that are of St. Lucia that you can kind of, they're recognizable. And then you get to see the sunset too. It was one of the coolest weeks of my entire life. And I tried my best not to ruin it by the anxieties of like, are you working out? Are you in shape? All those question marks. And uh, I kind of wanted to talk through that in in a mindful way, in a way that can help other athletes, other people that are, taking vacations or taking time off or time to relax or time to rest because it is so important for your body, for your mental strain, for being present, being where your feet are. Like that's one of the biggest tests is, is taking that break in that, um, (laughs) in that honeymoon, I, I, I was struggling, um, the first four or five days you're able to snorkel, play tennis, get out, climb mountains, you know, biking, we're staying active, but like, I'm not in the weight room, like the guys, right. I'm not Move and weight like the guys. They have little cable rows or whatever, and you're not really getting after it the way you normally do. And my advice and kind of the reflection I have after that is, you really need to trust yourself. And I think it comes down to the preparation in taking those times and those moments to be able to understand this is time for life. This is time for memories. This is time for family. This is time for being present with the people that that matter to you the most. And if you can be able to prepare yourself mentally, put a plan in place where you are working out, you're preparing, you have um, maybe a few days where where you're really ramping up, you're you're stressing the system, you're making sure that a few weeks have gone by where maybe your body is ready for a deload week on the vacation, right? Like um, you're you're able to do high volume, high Um, high stress workouts where you're really taxing the system. You're getting in good shape. You're working hard. It's in the off season. Um, That will allow you to trust yourself and trust that there has been a plan in place, that this is the moment to relax. This is the moment to let your body recharge. This is the moment to unplug from social media, from what everyone's talking about everyone, anyone's opinions and just be where you're at. And It's hard, man. It's five to six to seven days of like doing that is tough, especially in today's day and age where everyone is on social media all the time to take a full week to relax, to unplug, man. It it almost feels like you can't trust yourself. Like, am I doing the right things? Am I, do I need to go back? Like, where, where do I need to be? And towards the end of the trip and and, um, the vacation, that's, those were the questions I was asking myself. But at the end of the day, I knew in my heart, we worked hard at the beginning. And we had three weeks to absolutely get in the best shape of your life to show up and be accountable for your teammates, win some ball games for your teammates and be able to be present for those guys when you get there. So when we're talking about taking vacations and breaks and a honeymoon, um, St. Lucia is amazing. Jade mountain was beautiful. Um, but that was definitely a a struggle and a weakness that, that was uh, prevalent towards the, the end there. And, man, if you can put a plan in place, if you can prepare, you can trust yourself that this is the time to oscillate. This is the time to build in a deload week. This is the time to just be living life, experiencing different things, kind of shaking up the system a little bit. I think that's where a lot of people can take advantage of that. And if you can truly unplug, if you can feel refreshed when you show back up, man, then that that's a perfect vacation. That's a perfect way of showing back up, ready to work, excited to work, getting back into the building, um, and be the best version of yourself. So yeah, it was a wedding, crazy, beautiful. Um, definitely a feeling a lot of a different type of responsibility nowadays, moving forward. Um, you might hear that a little bit in the tone. Maybe I sound like an older man now as we're talking on, on podcasts and just, decompressing with all those things um, and then oscillation and taking breaks, trust yourself, be able to put a plan in place and prepare to allow yourself to have that vacation, to be able to unplug, to, to oscillate, to to recharge your batteries and knowing that it's going to be purposeful (laughs) and like taking that week or those five days or whatever to deload, man, that is going to serve you so much better when you're able to show up, refreshed, recharged, rejuvenated, And willing to put your body through whatever it takes um, to align yourself with the goals moving forward, the goals for the season, the goals of winning your Super Bowl, right? Um, I'm no good at it. I'm still trying to get better at it. Um, But I just wanted to share those experiences, kind of be real with you guys, real quick on on the honeymoon and the the wedding, and just kind of recapping life for the past few weeks, so that you guys know what I've been up to. And um, excited to move forward into training camp coming up. Uh, Training camp is days away at this point. And, um, man, it's, it's cool to have that battery recharge, refresh, like we were just talking about and be willing to, to absolutely go at it and go all in on the team goals on winning playoff games on being the best version of yourself, being accountable and sustainable sustained motivation throughout a whole year because you are able to experience those things with your family. Um, those once in a lifetime memories that, that just seem to motivate and give you purpose and, um, give you passion all over again so it was a crazy couple of weeks excited that we went through it excited to move forward into what's next and uh glad we could recap some strengths and weaknesses from the wedding and the uh and the honeymoon together appreciate you guys sticking with me on this one thank you guys again for hopping in to the and gold podcast different recap different mindset different uh operation today but definitely one to to kind of catch up get back to where we're at right now be where our feet are talked about that oscillation, taking that break. I hope that anybody that's taking a vacation or getting ready to ramp up into their own training camps to win their own Super Bowls, uh, I hope this one was good for you to to understand that you can trust yourself. And also like the power of a wedding, the power of a honeymoon uh, to be able to recharge, recalibrate, rejuvenate and be with your family and be where your feet are. Still working on it, still improving on every little thing that we can improve on. But I appreciate today. Um, As always... Hit that uh, share button. Send it to somebody that you care about. Hit those uh, those reviews on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys get this thing. Uh, and let's continue to build this community together. Appreciate you guys for sticking in this whole one. Till next time. See y'all later.